Hey, it's Dave from CheapWineFinder.com with another companion podcast. Actually, the last one for 2019. And this is our final podcast, and it's a party bubbly podcast from Trader Joe's. And today we got a Cremant from France. It is called the Louise d'Este Brut. Um, it's made in the traditional method. I've been looking for a traditional method, um, um, brute bubblies from uh, Trader Joe's and they had all these, uh, Charmat method. That's the way they make Prosecco. And I wanted a traditional method. Uh, that's the way champagne is made. And I found one eight ninety nine. They don't give any information out on this bubbly. Um, it doesn't tell you what the grapes are. It doesn't tell you where it was made. It doesn't tell you what the wine classification is. In France, they have AOC or IGP, and then there's Vindy France, all those things, and they don't tell you anything on this thing. And that's really weird for a French wine, but I kind of figured it's made for the U.S., and the French wine authorities didn't bother with details on this one. But that turned out, uh, since I already wrote the review, not to be a problem. Um, the maker of this wine is, uh, Marcel Martin. Uh, that's not a person. It's a company. There's a, uh, that's the Loire Valley, um, uh, outpost of a very large, uh, French wine company. And Marcel Martin makes wines actually from everywhere, but it's located in the Loire Valley. And they actually are known for making very good cremants. Uh, that is, I don't know if I just pronounced that correctly, but it sounded French to me. And I don't know about, um, they're well known for making good uh, uh, Cremant de Lore Valley. So, when I, since there is no information on this, nothing. All the things you would expect on a French wine label are not here. And Trader Joe's ain't talking. Uh, so, I was going, oh, gee, what is this all about? And I tasted it and it was pretty good. And I'm going to take a sip. Uh, I don't think this one's going to be all that long. This is about a party wine. Um, you know, why just have a bubbly toast at midnight when you can drink bubbles all day long or all, well, all party long anyway. You shouldn't do it all day long. Well, I'm not going to tell you what to do. But here, I'm going to have a sip, so. And it's pretty good. It's got this nice little sweet and sour thing going on. Um, It's got some minerality. Uh, it's got some Anlis. Anlis, well, um, with the second fermentation, they do it in the bottle, and it's in there with the yeast. And um, the Anlis, that gives off some flavor. And um, it's usually kind of salty, kind of nutty. Um, it can make it creamy. I mean, there's other th- there's things that can happen here. And with this one, it's got the salty cashew thing going which is always nice because it's, it's never pronounced. It's just a little bit in the background. And once you start looking for it, you can find it with On Lee's Wines. It's one of those things if you'd never look, you're never going to see, but it's a cool thing to have when they do do that. And like I said, this is traditional method for uh, under $10 wine. They made it the exact same way they make champagne. I doubt if it was in the bottle as long as champagne. 
Champagne wines have to be, the second fermentation in the bottle has to be a year and a half minimum. And I don't know how long this one is. I mean, it could have been, um, probably wasn't, but it could have been. But it didn't hurt the wine any if it was anything less, and it tastes really good. It's got this lemon and peach and pear and apple and some melon, and it's got some nice flavors. None of them are really over the top. It just tastes good. It's got really nice acidity. It's the kind of wine that allow, the acidity allows the flavors to unfold, but doesn't bite. You know, I've had a couple of cavas and a couple of other um, uh, sparkling wines that, you know, are, are kind of acid bombs. I mean, you can the, you can actually feel the acidity. No, this one's kind of balanced, really nicely balanced. It's, well, I guess it's French. They don't, <laughs> that's what they do, balanced wine. And so I shouldn't have been worried when I couldn't find any information on the bottle other than traditional method and brute. And that pretty much is the whole thing they put down there, plus Marcel Martin, which I did find out who that was. And that's pretty cool. And I'm going to be telling like I'm at a New Year's Eve party, and I'm going to be sipping as I talk. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's not complicated, but it's not simple either. It's got nice flavor. It's, um... Yeah, I mean, it doesn't jump out at you. It doesn't do anything great, but it tastes good. And that's not bad for a party wine. And considering you can have, um, you know, at uh, at $9, uh, you know, you can get almost four of these for a price of a champagne, um, which is pretty good. And I think it's still good enough for the New Year's Eve toast. I mean, if you want bubbles for the toast, I think at that point of the evening, you know, I don't think it matters that much that you're doing Moet Chandon. I mean, it, maybe it does, but I think any, you know, at some point, good bubbles will do. And um, these will definitely do. And like I said, this is the Louise de Asti Brut from Trader Joe's, $8.99. Oh, I think we did like uh, in 2012, we reviewed their um, their rosé version of this wine. Um, they didn't tell us any more about that wine then either. And I think we liked it then too. So they've been making good wine since at least 2012. And since we're running on 2020, uh, that's a pretty good track record for an inexpensive wine. And Happy New Year, everybody. And I uh, hope you had a great Christmas and uh, have a great New Year. We got a bunch of stuff happening next year. We're going to keep on going. Uh, cheap Wine Finder had a great year. Uh, we we did well for ourselves this year and hope you did well for yourselves. And keep it cheap and drink some bubbles. And uh, we'll be talking to you on the other side of the new year. <laughs>